Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be digging into on this week's podcast? Ryan, lactose intolerance, not just for the kids anymore, and how to ruin your reputation and career in one easy step, brought to you by Ashton Kutcher. Oh boy. What about you, Ryan? I'm glad you're talking about that. Uh, This week, is there a room in Louisiana that will make you go insane? Ooh. And perhaps the one true cure for self-hatred. So let's get into it. Sleep, kind of important. Very, very important. What is your, I asked you uh, a week or two ago what your relationship with stress is. What's Mm. your relationship like with sleep? Uh, It's actually really great. I will admit I don't. I want it all the time. Yeah, no, I I don't. I don't treat treat my body the way that I should technically like like last night I went out I had a great time but I just as I said to you before we even started the show I did not even get like REM cycle sleep no. you know it was just like a daze that I was in uh, but Wait, my can I say please and you 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 stop me wherever you want can I say that last night I saw you uh-huh cartoonishly drunk yeah cartoonishly I, and and before you even respond yeah it was adorable yeah, there, no. i have nothing bad to say no. you were you were a peach but you were drunk in a way that would that you would see in a movie it was it was it was just adorable yeah i got um arrived there in an uber drunk you know that's the yeah. level of drunk yeah. that i was i should have walked into the house <laughs> with one of those jugs with the three x's on it to let you know that there's sure. some kind of like moonshine well, being held up by the uber driver <laughs> just to really give me a what well, you know what if i could be totally honest and then we'll go back to the cold open yeah when i heard you trying to punch the code in at the front door for seven and a half minutes i'm oh. like i wonder if he's had a cocktail <laughs> so so you just sat there and, and just left me dangling in the wind is what the, you're saying the thing is because i i trust in you so much i believe that you were going to get at any moment. <laughs> I'm like, he's definitely got it this You're time. You're technically right. Shachunk. <laughs> so, Maybe I'm not pulling hard enough. <laughs> Do I have enough time to run out of here? Tyler, sleep. Yeah. What's your relationship like with it? Well, I will say I cannot take a nap. For whatever reason, no. I've taken maybe four naps in my life. My body will not fall asleep while the sun is up. However, at night, I fall asleep no problem. Really? That's yeah. that's a that's a gift. Yeah, a- I, absolutely. A lo- I will ask you this. If you, because I've wondered this myself, I am not a napper. I have built-in FOMO. I if, I if I go to sleep in the middle of the day, I feel, it's not that I'm missing something in particular. My body's just like disappointed with me. You know what I mean? I wake up like thinking I'm in a, in a different time zone. Sure. I like wake up and I'm like, where the fuck am I? I'm back in New Orleans. So my So my question to you is this, even if you just lie down in the middle of the day, and you don't fall asleep. Are you still, is it nap-ish? Is it nap-like? It's hard to say, I because I've done that. Sure. And it's the only thing I can do if I'm really tired. And it does seem to help a little bit, but I don't know if it's actually helping yeah, or if I just tricked myself into thinking that, that it That does. is my question. And, and I'm glad that you said that, where falling asleep, um, I think as you get older, it changes, right? I think it, it becomes harder and harder to sleep as you get older. Am I wrong about this? You just need less and less, really, as yeah. you age. Well, and I think that people's relationship change with it and you got stresses and you got these damn kids playing ball out on the lawn. I was gonna, 
<laughs> I was going to say, you, you, you know, normally you have a family. Yeah. So then there's a lot more uh, things happening around you than when you're in a single guy and you can just, you know, fall asleep to your Hammered. own. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. These damn kids keep drinking all the beer. But I will tell you this. I need my night night juice. <laughs> If you put it in a Coke can, they don't know. So um, my situation is I have, like I I've always been great with falling asleep. I have a seven minute window from when the internet porn ends mm -hmm. that I can just, I'm just kidding. No, you're not. I'm not. He just uh, winked at me, ladies where, and gentlemen. Where I can, I have about seven minutes where I have a window where I pass out without even thinking about it. Yeah. If I'm not unlike a sleeping pill, if you make it past a certain point, it just gets you fucked up. For sure. So if I, if I miss that seven minute window, now I'm thinking about going to sleep and that is a particular type of torture. You just got to jerk off again. I, I do, but as, as I get older, my penis skin is getting thinner. But nonetheless, um, I don't think that's supposed <laughs> to happen. Really? I don't know. No, you should probably go see a doctor. I'm definitely going to look in, yeah, into that. Yeah, yeah, dick doctor. But <laughs> what what are we doing here? I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. This is one of our more amateur, uh, excuse me, immature uh, lead-ins. I'm to an trying to help people with sleep. You're doing dick doctor I stuff. <laughs> That's so fun to say. It is fun to say, dick doctor, dick doctor. All right, so sleep, so, sleep, so here's sleep, my sleep. thing. I and you know this about me, I sometimes I'll hear noises or something will fall or houses just make noises for some damn reason. They creak. And it'll wake me up. So what I was thinking was, what if I got a white noise machine? What do you think about a white noise machine? I've tried it in the past. I'm one of those types of people that needs it. I've tried it. It doesn't work. I need it not only pitch black, but, but super silent. Dead silent. Right. Um, but so the even white noise if it's doesn't just consistent, it, it doesn't, you don't filter it out and then you don't hear the random noises and it, it just, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, if it was a noise of like running water or something like that, I think I could I can fall do that asleep. For you. Ah, Tyler. That's your running water sound effect? Sure. Okay. Well, this is my problem with the white noise machine because I really would like to do it, uh -huh. I, even though I am kind of worried about becoming dependent on something to fall asleep. Yeah, that too. But the thing is, I need to be able to hear the murderers. Like, I, if, if somebody's breaking in, I need to be able to hear it. I'm always listening for the murderers. Are you... Yeah, I mean, if but if you're going to get murdered, wouldn't it be better to be murdered to the sound of a calming running water, a stream, a stream of sorts? No, I need to protect myself. I need to, as they do in the movies, get under the covers, uh -huh. and then I should be fine? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. yeah. We all know that uh, much like those suits in John Wick that protect <laughs> him from bullets, yes. your blanket will protect you from the giant butcher uh, knife that he has. It was very expensive, <laughs> but it's paying you know itself many times over, and it's just like... As everybody knows, you can't hang your feet off the end of the bed. Somebody will cut a toe off. Yeah, yeah. The, the monster under my bed will, will get it. <laughs> well said. <laughs> my name is Ryan. My name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. You do. You do hate us. I wasn't ready. Right. Tyler and I just completely laughed through the intro because of the way that that transpired. This is stupid. Welcome to the show that's wearing that thing you like, and it's starting to hurt. Tyler, my man, my main man. How are you, you doing this week? But you look good in Thank it. Thank you. It looks good in me. I, 
I uh, I'm doing all right. I'm I'm tired. I'm a little loopy. I'm a little punch drunk today. I like loopy so dialogue. yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know, we'll, well see how it goes. I need for you to get your shit together because it is a time for celebration. Oh, this show deserves. Wow! Congratulations. And I'm kind of doing a thing here, but it is really a celebration. We probably didn't have much to do about it. Mm -hmm. I just heard that the Apple iPhone, have you heard of it? I have, correct. Kids love that thing. Yeah, pretty big. Apple iPhone, newest iteration that they will slowly shut your phone off until you buy Mm -hmm. is going to be featuring a USB-C cord, That is correct. A USB-C cord, was that us? They have been forced into it. By us now. Now explain to the people what that means. Why that's a why that's a celebration. Well, I'm sure everybody knows that Apple has its own specific charger, the Thunderstick. The Thunderstick, which and, was my nickname in high school. And so, man, you had so many nicknames. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and now the EU, the European Union, uh, has forced Apple to uh, change to a USB-C, uh, which is just like the most common charging. It's something uh, you already have. Yeah, everybody's got one in their in their house. And and uh, and they're they're forcing Apple to to charge uh, change it because it was just really shady business practices where it's like you're doing this just to rob people of more of their money. Well, let's see. You, you buy my two thousand dollar computer and oh, if you want a USB port, here, give me a hundred and fifty bucks or whatever. Yeah, Chupa. All the pingas. How do you think they became the world's first trillion dollar company, man? By selling chargers that were made to break. <laughs> That's right. Tyler. That's right. And so now you can go out and buy your own accessories. They are not monopolizing and manipulating and 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 destroying this earth while making us pay for it. And I genuinely think that that deserves. Uh, wow. Congratulations. And. and I'm always doing shtick on this. I genuinely mean it. It's great to see that somebody out there is paying freaking attention. Man. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, it's a it's a small victory, but it is a victory nonetheless. I agree with that. It makes me happy. Something, something, depression index. I'm a little loopy myself, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Now, what the depression index is, is machine that I built with my USB-C cord. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are, Tyler. How is your mental health doing this week? Uh, it's, it's okay, but it's, uh, I've been having fun, but that comes, it off. that comes at the cost of mental health. Um, Isn't that weird? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah, you go out and you drink hard and you're just borrowing happiness from the next couple of days. Now, the drinking hard, does it pay you back the same happiness that you're withdrawing from the future? No, not even not even close. What's there up is with that? there is interest on that bad boy. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Liquid courage, get better. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, I need some like actual courage. Please. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll drink whatever that Whatever causes that. I'll drink anything. I'll mainline that <laughs> shit. Uh, so this week I'm doing good. I don't even have a theme written down or anything like that. Wow. Um, I will just say uh, this week to be kinder to ourselves. And I'm saying that more to myself. You guys can <laughs> come along with me on this journey of... Uh, treat yourself like shit. I don't care. I'm going to be good though. Of introspection if you'd like. Uh, but I do need to treat myself better. I have been going back to the gym on a more frequent basis. That's excellent. I overheard and forgive me if I am, um, you know... Divulging? It, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're, yeah. you're good at this words thing. I heard you say to somebody, you've been going to the gym, but now you're meditating less. Is there some sort of connection there? And please forgive me for eavesdropping and then blasting it on an international. No, podcast. no, that's okay. I, um, no, I, I don't think there's any, cause I don't think there's any, uh, um, correlation, correlation between the now two. Thank you. Yep. 
uh, yeah, that's the thing is I stopped meditating before I got back into the gym. So, okay. so I kind of just fell off these things that I know benefit me. And so now I'm back to the gym and then I, I need to get back to meditating. The great thing about meditating is I don't got to go anywhere. I can just like do it anywhere. Right. And pretty cheap. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I guess that should be the theme is sometimes meditation is cheap. Sometimes we're going to uh, fall off of these habits that we have that that benefit us. And that's OK. Every single day is a new day. And and just because you didn't do it for the last few days, the last week, the last month doesn't mean you can't start today. And not sometimes all the time. I mean, literally what every mean? every freaking day is an up and a down of whatever happened yesterday. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. You know, you went to sleep early last night and you think I'm going to be great to, today and it's worse than yesterday. It, I mean, it's just all part of it, Tyler. For sure. I it's, wanted to get in there. Absolutely. Yeah. And you did. Like a bucking bronco. A roller coaster, a roller coaster of uh, of ups and downs. Well, and you're these, doing great. Thank you. And, and I these, love you. These progresses, I love you too. And, and things that we see as a detriment to our lives and just remember you can always restart any day of your life don't be hard on yourself okay um you heard it here first <laughs> this week we own that we own that <laughs> phrase that's right we've mailed it to ourselves uh this week i'm gonna go ahead and say i am at a neutral five Spin that one two three four five oh boy mm -hmm. that was something let's let's gay it up tyler we've already chronicled that we both went Hard this week. Yeah. Not a gay joke. Um, Could be, though. If I have this right, was there some point during this week where I drank out of a ski with three other <laughs> ridiculous people? You did. What's the deal with that? You did. Well, when I, I say drank out of a ski, does anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, maybe like college kids and stuff okay. like that, you know? Uh, it's, other idiots. It's a, and I'm in there, too. <laughs> it's a literal ski. It's a shot ski. Something, something you would... Glide across snow on with one of, on one of your feet. Right. Uh, it had four little French fries and pizza inserts. Yeah. Along the ski for shot glasses, and then Ryan, our sister, our stepmom, and our sister's husband, soon to be husband, sure, all lined up next to each other and took a shot from a ski at the same time. At the same it time, it makes no sense. It it makes every facet of everything that is involved in drinking a shot harder. What is the purpose? Uh, is that to just show all the other tables how much fun you're having? That's what I was going to say. If you're going to do a shot, what's the point if everybody doesn't know that you're doing a shot? You know what we need? Longer skis. We needed like 14 people. Anyway, nonetheless. And dad looks so disappointed in all of us. I mean, the music, <laughs> the music just being that volume made him want to retract back into the car. He was not having a good time. Self-hatred, Tyler. Yes. What up with that? Uh, it's a, uh, a compounding of, of traumas that we have experienced instead of re uh, working on them and releasing them and learning to love ourselves. They build and build and then they harden and what covers that um, or what that festers into is what we perceive as self-hatred. Well, is it the idea that the way that you've been behaving is not unlike the way someone who you dislike behaves? Is that fair? Could, In terms of what? Could Give it be your decision-making? When I, I've said many times on the show, I was a cheater. And I don't just mean like a standard cheater. I, I really got after it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I went hard. So... While he, would, I was, he would have placed bronze at least easy. in cheating. I, because that French judge is just trying to stick it to me, Tyler. because well, he cheated on her. Yeah, well, <laughs> so it's berets, you know what I mean? I just can't say no. So, so the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, is that those decisions, while rationalizing it to myself at that moment, are the behaviors of someone that I would hate. 
They sure. are the behaviors, the the immoralities, the lack of caring about what that could do to somebody else's psyche and or heart. Mm-hmm. I was exhibiting behaviors that I don't like in someone else. So I think over time that built into like, yo, I don't like you. I, yeah. I, I never admitted it to myself, but I that's the way that I acted with myself. Yeah, and that's and it's a total fact that the behaviors in others that we see that anger us and elicit an emotional response in that way are things that we see in ourselves. That is the way that it works. I can't be around people like me. I don't care for it. A lot of people feel that way. Could you <laughs> shut up? I want to talk about me. So how can I talk about me if you're talking about you? <laughs> just, just tell me when you're done. No, so so I'll wrap it up here. That just leads to the idea. It leaves you with integrity. In- yeah. Integrity. And yeah. what integrity means, it's the idea of doing the right thing, even when nobody's looking, you're doing it for you. You're doing it to prove to you, I, not to prove to you I'm a good guy, but you're acting in the way that somebody that you would like acts. I, you doing to other people what you would want done unto you. I don't know, did we make that up too? It is, uh, no, actually something that I heard that really stuck with me because you hear a lot, hey, if you wanna be a good person and you don't think you're a good person or you wanna exhibit these certain attributes that you don't think you do, being kind or being honest, whatever it might be, you hear a lot, fake it till you make it. And I don't agree with that because we're not faking anything. When you go out, if you wanna learn how to play basketball, you wanna be the greatest ever. Fake fake playing basketball. You You don't even need a ball. You're you're saving on supplies. Just like meditation, it's free. You don't need the ball, you don't oh, need nothing. Man, that's beautiful. <laughs> when you go out and you're learning how to do these things and you are and you are ch- training yourself, you're not faking playing basketball, you're actually playing basketball even though you might play like shit. With this, I think you're right. With this it's the exact same thing. So wh- what somebody said to me which really stuck with me is embody until you can sustain I, em- you lost me. Embody these attributes that you want to be more like, that you want to have until it comes naturally. You are These are skills, the honesty, the kindness, the, the respect. And that comes down to decision-making in the moment. You do things that you can be proud of. And, and when you are festering that self-hatred, when you are living that, in my experience, what happens is, I can't stay here in this body with you. I need to be getting acceptance everywhere yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. I need to be looking at that person. Are they accepting me? What about that person? Are they? I and was, are they looking at me? I need them to be looking at me. I especially <laughs> need that one. And that idea is once you have integrity, once that's put into progress, that will give you a way to get that acceptance from yourself. And it's the only way you could do it or it's cliche, you know, all that stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Real as F. Yeah. This week, I am at a four. Whoa. One, two, party two, hard this week. Mr. Number Four. Peanut whiskey, Tyler. I'm so glad you didn't say five. I didn't want to start yelling and do that dumbass joke we do every time. I actually would have done a number five. It sounds weird. I, yeah, yeah I didn't like the way that I said that, but weird. I really did not. That joke is terrible. Yeah, no, nah, it's really bad. Tyler, we should. There should be a death to that joke. Speaking of death. I went a long way for that segue, and, it, and it, at the end, it sounded like shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not editing it out. We're keeping that in. <laughs> yeah. This music can save anything. Yes. Happy Death Day, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm so happy we are going into Happy Death Day right after the Depression Index because this one is going to be a heavy topic. This one is going to be a life lesson for all of us and is something that we should all um, really 
aspire to be. No, no, okay. the, the opposite. It's something that we you should really, Unabomber again? really take to heart. It just, it was so good. I had to do them twice. <laughs> No, for this one. Oh, and what a happy death day is, is we, when somebody dies, we celebrate the life that was lived, except yeah. that one time I did the Unabomber, and uh, and we talk about their life and the, some of the experiences they had. Sure, there's a lot to be learned from death. It shouldn't be something that we avoid. It's coming. That, and that's right. That's yeah. right. And that's that's why we started doing this, is to, is to uh, be able to discuss death, because I think in a lot of ways, it's seen as almost taboo in society. Maybe, maybe taboo is too strong of a term, but people get very uncomfortable when you acknowledge, hey, we're all going to die. Well, first of all, don't say that. <laughs> and second of all, if you talk about somebody who passed away, I think that's why that has such significance is because people, the mystery of the great beyond and mm -hmm. people don't know what's going to happen. So when somebody dies, you're allowed to say, hey, Bob Saget died. Yeah. But what? Bob Saget died? Yeah, bumped his head. Oh. Went to bed. Uh, I don't want to finish that. Wow. I, I, I know. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm always on. I'm always on. Wow. And, it, and, it, and it takes away from my humanity. I don't want to do this joke anymore. I, I'm so sorry about this. But uh, if you talk about like the future, if somebody dying in the future, yeah. it, it is generally regarded as taboo. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Well, Ryan, for this one, uh, it's a sad one. I'm a week late, but I did not want to overlook him. Steve Harwell. Do you know the name? I thought you were about to say Steve Harvey. Mm -mm. Uh, Steve Harwell. No, uh, not off the top of my head. No. Nope. The founding member and former lead singer of the band Smash Mouth died. Oh yeah. Last week from liver failure. Ryan. Yeah. Uh, fame. Real double-edged sword, Tyler. Uh, no, it, I mean, I'm sure it didn't help, but his problems preceded uh, a fame. He he actually began his music career in a rapper group FOS or Freedom of Speech. But abandoned the group. French onion soup. Abandoned the group once Dr. Dre's 1992 album, The Chronic, dropped, realizing that the genre he was in was changing. And didn't want to be a part of it. Really anymore. hard to go up against the Chronic. If I could be honest, like that, it's, that's unfair. Yeah, it's like unfair. playing, you know, in Michael Jordan's time. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna go play baseball. <laughs> what? Where are you going? So Smash Mouth actually landed spectacularly on the scene in the late 90s with their hit "Walking on the Sun." Yep. And banger, then, banger, banger, sure. banger. It's a good song. And then in 1999, I, I think I know they released their song from Shrek. Well, Shrek was in 2001, but the song released uh, All Star oh, released, yep. which landed them in the top 10 in the United States. Now, well, I, I don't want to step on your dick here, so I'll wait. Do they have some of the vibes, like an almost like an early Nickelback, where they achieved all of this fame, but also in some way they're a punchline? Uh, to a certain degree, Real I don't. Big Fish had some of that. I don't think they got anywhere near the 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 hate that Nickelback got. Like Nickelback was like a national. Imagine Dragons is getting that a lot now. Yeah, it's like a national. What's up with that? I don't know. We're I don't, mean. We're mean. I, I don't. You mean just people? Just no, as, you and me. Oh, yeah, oh sure. Yeah. You suck. Imagine Dragons. Fuck them. <laughs> We're just kidding. Well, I actually like their music. I like Imagine Dragons too. And I like uh, Smash Mouth. And I like Nickelback. Nickelback. Agreed. Sure. Agreed, you loser. Throughout his life, Harwell struggled with alcoholism. It's something that he really struggled with throughout his entire life. And it took quite the turn when in 2001, his six-month-old son died of leukemia. And in 2000 and oh my goodness! In 2013, that is awful. Har Harwell was diagnosed with cardiomyopathy, which means the blood has a hard time getting blood to the rest of the body. The heart has a hard time getting uh, blood to the rest of the body. Wow! Um, so in 2017, he retired from from touring due to health concerns, 
And earlier this month, his manager announced he was in hospice. And a day later, he succumbed to the final stages of liver, liver failure and died at the age of 56. Well, we discussed after going to the Death Museum in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and we saw the painting, the real painting of, of John Wayne Gacy. That's right. Where it means a lot to me. I know. People, oh, I, I, know, know I, I know. I'm willing I know. to stop a story as we're talking about a dead man to let you know I was there. And we saw the paintings of Dr. Kevorkian, yep. which were pretty talented, as, uh, also dark. Terrifying. Where there is a connection between artistry and internal pain. And, and the reason I bring that up is with alcoholism, drug abuse, it, it goes hand in hand with artistry. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a way to, and with art, it's a way to, we're artists to, we are, yeah. we are, it's a way to let out all of that pain that you're holding. And the more pain you have, the more of a release you need. And alcohol and drugs is a way to suppress those feelings for at least four hours, at least, yeah, at least until you wake up the next day and realize, Oh wait, it made my problems even worse. How many ex-girlfriends <laughs> did I call? This is bad. Why did I start a group text? Just scrolling, <laughs> just scrolling down those text messages. Oh no. Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? That actually happened to me, but nonetheless, I believe it. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, so this is just a, a, a reminder to all of us that regardless, and I know it's very easy for me to say behind this microphone, Regardless of how much pain you may be experiencing, even even with him, he, he lost a, his six-month-old son. I, I've never been a parent before. I can't even imagine the pain that that must cause somebody. Well, you've been around parents who have lost their kids. I have, but I don't. I don't. I, It'll I know, change a person. I, I know what siblings losing siblings feels like, and that feels like shit. I, I'm saying looking at the other person. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it devastates you. It changes you forever on it the is, inside. Yeah, absolutely. And it's but even acknowledging that. And I know this is the most obvious thing in the world, but maybe somebody out there needs a reminder. Releasing those emotions is the healthy way to go. The alcohol is not going to solve your problems. And I know you guys already know that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think you're stupid. But I, Except I, you, Jerry. I, you're, you're, you're an asshole. Jerry, get your shit together. <laughs> I think a lot of the people that you're addressing this to don't have access to those kind of things. And the trauma that they just went through makes it even harder to go in that direction. Absolutely. And that's the thing is the part that you are scared of. The thing that you are avoiding is the very heading that we need to set, uh, to set. We need to look at that fear, wherever it is coming from, from within us, and head directly at it. No. And it, okay, well, you I don't, it's quite painful, And it sucks, because the thing about heading towards fear is fucking scary, Ryan. It's best done with a drink. It's scary. It's, you know, it's like when you, you know, get a thorn in your foot. You gotta, you gotta get hammered before you get in there, you know? (laughs) Right, sure. So, uh, so, Mr. Harwell, thank you so much for all the music. That one time you did the Nazi salute at the at a live event was kind of fucked up, but all the music you put out sure. there, we really appreciate you. And uh, and happy death day, sir. Always sad to see people go. And now we're at a point where if you die in your 50s, that's super early. That's super terrible. early. I think my grandparents were in their 50s when I was growing up and they looked like they had they were melting. Sorry, Abuela. All right. Jesus. Let's, I know. That's definitely... You know what? When I talk like that, I'm being a total douche. Let's do Douche of the Week. All right. All right, Tyler. Douche of the Week is... We try to be gentle. You saw how how kind and nice we were there, and, and we try to... Well... Kind of. It's sort in certain spots. Kind if, we, of. if we edit this correctly, you saw how nice we were there. That was a roller coaster of insults and compliments. On, I don't know where we landed. On douche of the week, 
We get rid of all the pretense. We just get in there with teeth and fangs. We yeah. tell somebody, you're a douche. Tyler. Some, sometimes people just need to you be need called it. out. You need to be douched in the face. Yeah. Who you got, Tyler? Well, normally we do. I, I, I normally do uh, macro and Ryan does micro. It's usually how it works with our douches of the week. This time, I'm actually going to go micro. This is something that I think everybody I am can resonate with. Also going to do what you just said because I've never totally understood that saying. But go ahead. Let's well, go. Well, micro means small and macro means big. Now is not the time to explain, <laughs> Tyler. I'm well, fine with my up. uneducation. Uh, for this week's douche oh the week, chasing a sneeze and losing it. It is right there at the edge of my nose. Uh, I a, am inhaling. Uh, but see, you. But by inhaling like that, you could be bringing it on or you could be pushing it away. It's a risk it, I'm willing to take, It's Ryan. a dangerous game, Tyler. It's a risk I'm willing to take. It's and then Russian finally, roulette. I'm still inhaling like an asshole, even though I know it's gone. <laughs> Just looking for that what might have been. Chasing the what dragon. might have been. I totally get it, Tyler. Chasing his sneeze and losing it. You're my douche of the week. So in this situation, are you the douche? No, the the, 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 the sneeze that it came into my nose, those particles that came into my nose and teased me, Ryan. This, the, Little cock tease. The specter of sneezes passed. Just ridiculous. I totally understand that. I'm going to do one a little bit... Um, a little bit more directed at someone else because you need a break. You mean like a specific person? Mel Tucker, <laughs> Tyler. Okay. Do so you know Mel Tucker? I know the name. Mel Tucker... Because... I think anybody in their right mind when discussing a man named Mel Tucker uh -huh. starts off by saying Mel Tucker is a bad motherfucker, right? That uh, just makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. He, but he is not a bad motherfucker. Mel Tucker is the Michigan State Athletic Director. Oh, that looks like one badass motherfucker. Are you familiar with the story of what's going on in Michigan State? Uh, No. Here's no. the thing. And don't look it up. I'm yep. going to tell you. Let's yep. be part of the podcast. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at his photo. He looks mean. Well, here's the thing with Mel Tucker, okay? And here's the thing with the world. I think that what we're finding out is that men, I say this all the time, women, you, you live hard lives. Women want to go get a sweater out of their car, out of the parking lot. They literally have to pay attention for their lives. Yeah. It's something that I think a lot of men don't consider. Yeah. But I also say, and I mean it kind of tongue in cheek, but I also mean it. Men lead hard lives too. Sure. We're, we're, our minds are filled with all of these chemicals and it makes us do dumbass shit, not just in humans, but in animals throughout the animal kingdom. Agreed. Men are known to be knuckleheads. It can I, be tough. I agree with that. Women got uh, periods, men got testosterone. We all have our own difficulties. We all got things going on. With that being said, we're coming to realize that men can be inappropriate. Men can do things that are not okay, and we're starting to come to terms with enough is enough. Just because you're a man in white doesn't mean that you could do whatever you want. I, I used to be like that. I, I in my history, I have, I have, ex I used to be white. I know it's shocking. Uh, I've, ex when, when I, back in my very insecure days, I exhibited behavior that made a women at certain times feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. Because, because of my insecurity and my selfishness of wanting to make myself feel good, even though it came at the cost of their safety, security, and their feel good. And that is exactly right. And the idea that you can have that kind of perspective is a beautiful thing. Mel Tucker, who is a leader of boys, a mm. leader of men. Yeah, he, he looks they, like a man. He is a man, yeah. is accused of making unwanted sexual comments and masturbating on a phone call oh, with a woman. 
Yeah. Right. Oh, God. Now, now you hear that and you say, hey, that's terrible. Yeah. And, and what what is the pregame before the 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 jerk that you're not familiar with? Well, she called me. It's an important call, but I'm mid-jerk. What am I supposed sure. to do? Just stop jerking? Sure. Hey, can I FaceTime you real quick? <laughs> the problem with- Probably shouldn't laugh at this. Brenda Tracy. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. not not her, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but the problem with him doing that- The irony of the situation. Is it irony or is it just stupidity? Yeah. She is a prominent rape survivor and activist that he had hired to educate his team about sexual violence prevention. What, what the fuck? I was going to say, I don't, I mean, I don't understand, you know, the thought process of people who do that anyway, but specifically in that situation with this Person, right, right? What are you doing? Well, the amount of unsolicited dick pics that have been, you know, shot off of satellites and then back down to Earth. I've gotten a bunch of them. Leads. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, leads me to believe that some of the people who are listening to this have engaged in some of this behavior. And what I will say to you is, knock it off. Yes. Your dick is not that handsome. They're all kind of weird. Yours is, well, I don't want to say yours is weirder than normal because that, that, that'll probably cause some Nobody shaming. You're Nobody right. shaming. Yeah, but your stop dick, doing that. Your dick is nice. Just keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself um, unless somebody asks for it. Go ahead, go ahead. You got, you got the, the floor. Say it right into the camera. Look at me. Tell them. Stop pointing at people <laughs> with your penis. <laughs> they don't want that shit unless they ask for it. And if they ask for it, let her rip, baby. Absolutely. And I'll throw one in. Knock it off. Knock it off. No. Knock it off. Bad men. Now, th now Tucker has denied the allegations. That's important to say. Of course. I mean, what is he going to do? Come out and be like, yeah, I fucking did that but shit. Is there anybody out there who has more gravitas that has more? Uh, I mean, she does this for a living. She is a survivor. She she has, I, I can't think of the words that I'm trying to say, this seems worse than usual in an act that is unacceptable. Yeah, she has like some of the big, the best uh, bona fides Thank you. I, that, that, you, that you can have when it comes to these types of situations. You could call them bona fides, honestly. If you were an asshole. Not that's, saying th you. Th that's why we're not going to do we, that. We definitely won't we're do that. We're not going to do that. That's I, I, childhood. It, it, it would. But it is funny because you, because a boner is like, you know. <laughs> it's right there in the name. Hey, like, boing, you know. So anyway. Yeah, no, it, um, it, in all seriousness, what, and this is obviously a rhetorical question, what is going through your mind Is there is there a hint of this is like the worst thing that I could do? It is, we've talked about like the child uh, pedophile rings up at the, the tippy whippy top of yeah. society. Is it just the excitement of this is what I'm not supposed to be doing? Seemingly. It yeah. se seemingly is the case. It's it's this, I, I get off at towing the line of what is deeply reprehensible yeah. and immoral. I'm the king around here. Yeah. It's like Bill Cosby, you know, uh, allegedly drugging and raping these women when he's the most popular celebrity in America at the time. They're at his house. Yep. They're probably ready to give it up with the gentle board and pop in the weep whoop. It. Actually, that's that's not terrible. They, but, it's but, not terrible. But the timing. Yeah. Is it appropriate? Definitely was. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. satire. Yeah. Mel Tucker, you're my douche of the week. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Here's the thing. We need to go to break here. I have a second douche of the week where it's me. 
objectifying women, and that was going to be like the joke. Maybe save it for another episode. Should I not? Yeah. The, the Bill, I swear I was going to do it, but the Bill Cosby thing just really yeah. nailing yeah. the coffin. I mean, you could throw it in there, and then we could cut it off if we if it doesn't work. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Let's go yeah. to break. <laughs> Those guys. Two lovers forbidden from one another. A war divides their people. And a mountain divides them apart. Build a path to be together. Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, there it goes. You hate. Secret tunnel! Secret tunnel! Through the mountain! Secret, 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 secret tunnel! Yeah! Those guys you hate. Red Circle. Red? Sir, you know what I've been watching, Tyler? Hmm. It's kind of out of my wheelhouse, but I've enjoyed it. Weekly book night? Live action. One Piece. Oh, yeah. I heard really good things about it's it. It's fun. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah, the, I like it. The, the live action anime adaptions usually do not go well. They did one of uh, on Death Note. I don't know if you ever have seen that. I, I've heard of it. I think, I think, I think, I know you're not much of an anime guy. I think that one you would I'm re- into it. really enjoy the story that it tells. It's uh, I like, it, I, I like great animation. It's just the thing is with anime, it's like a lot of these other things. They're just telling such long winding tales. I, I want uh, th- this one. Know. Death Note is specifically has a beginning and has an end. It doesn't drag on. It tells a story and that's it. You're in, you're out. And it is fantastic. Like the best anime of all time. Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. American animation. Um, oh, I was doing a joke. I thought uh, you were going to attack me. No, no, no. I mean, it's totally true. Um, and, and, and they did a live, I, I was just going to say they did a live action, had Willem Dafoe in it. it. I mean, how do you go wrong with Willem Dafoe? It was a piece of garbage. Really? Oh, it was well, one out of t- half a star out of 10 stars. Well, it's kind of, oh. it's kind of like Avatar the movie. Oh, that, we don't talk about that here. Trashy trash. Yeah, yeah Avatar the Last Airbender, because people might get confused with the blue people thing. Excuse me, right, yeah. where they put that white kid in there and shaved his head, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, 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 I don't know that that's right. And Do just, we have the right guy here? Drew the blue arrow on sure. his head with like a Sharpie. There you go. All right, get out there. All right, Tyler. When I saw that guy's head, I was like, oof. Ooh, no, I got it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where you play the oof sound, Tyler. I'm working uh, on all right, it. All right, all right, all right. Sorry. Ooh. Ryan. Yes. For this week's oof, we haven't done one of these in quite a while. Sure. Ugh. Um, Ashton Kutcher. And I guess you could throw. I, I was wondering why you're just doing the, this to only Ashton. We, we, well, because it, it it goes on, but you can do Mila Kunis as well. They did it together. Do, do you know what you obviously know what happened between them? Tell the tell the audience what happened. Danny Masterson, mm-hmm. uh, from that seventy show, a character from that seventy show, and not much else until now. Um, he has been. Kind of like what we were talking about before the break. He has been raping women. I don't know the details of the rape, but I know that it, from what I've heard, not a good dude. Yeah. So they so they wrote letters on his behalf. Yeah. They well, I, I think people might be shocked to learn how difficult it is 
to nail somebody down for these crimes specifically. And even more so when they're rich, famous, and white. And Scientologist. What? Yeah. Yeah, Let's throw away the key. He had Scientology backing him and still got the maximum sentence. Oh, so you're saying Scientology helped him. Tried to help him. Okay. Tried to help him. Tried to get him out of it. Ashton Mila? Mm -hmm. Right? Mila? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scientologist? Question mark? I don't know. That one I'm not sure. We can review. We can review. We we talked about this off the show. I wouldn't be shocked by it. Um, well, they, as, as I said, he got, Danny Masterson got the maximum sentence, 30 years for raping. That dude was doing a lot of raping. Do you apparently. know the details? I, I, obviously I'm not trying to celebrate it, but like I do w- not. with Bill Cosby, we kind of know what went down with the Spanish fly. I'm yeah. wondering what his scenario is. Uh, I, we, another weekend review, which could be interesting, which I'm sure will be interesting, but yes, his, the Danny Masterson's lawyers went to. Uh, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, they had known each other for decades. Since, liter- since that 70s show? Literally decades. Uh-huh. And and they were good friends. And they said, hey, write a character reference on Mr. Masterson's behalf. And it's worth noticing that this was done after he was convicted. It's yeah. not like, hey, we we this guy would never do that mm-hmm. or whatever. He's It's it. I mean. They knew it happened. Yeah. And write a, 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 again, a character reference saying, hey, look, he's a good guy. Please don't, please be lenient with him. He barely rapes ever. I, I mean, come on. Out of all the rape that happened, he participated in like five of them. And who out there amongst <laughs> us? And, and, and I think it's also worth, I don't know I said and seven times there in a row. Hopefully that won't be embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has also been standing on the floor of Congress arguing on women's behalf, I got to tell you, I don't love him one way or the other, but I always really looked up to that. This guy who's in the middle of ascending, he's so popular to take his time off and do something moral like that. And I don't mean to take that away from him now, but it's just, it stood out to me. Well, it's, it's the, the, the dichotomy between the two things. It's these, these two things that you hold up and you're like, man, as you said, you're sitting in front of Congress going after human traffickers and literally saving lives. Yeah. And then you got this. Yeah. Like what the fuck? It reminds me of that Johnny Depp video where they uh, he him and Amber Heard like snuck dogs into Australia, yeah, and they had yeah. to film that video where they look like they're being held at gunpoint. Ashton and Mila could not. Look, I, I keep referring to them like we're buddies. They could not look less like movie stars, and I wonder if that's by design in this video. It, it could sound be, like movie stars, or or maybe just because they got a lot of flack for Ass it. Chewing is its and, own, and and I'm wondering if that did it to them as well, because that will that will literally make you lose some sleep. And that's the currency of the day is outrage, man. That is, if you're on the other side of that, it's like making fun of Taylor Swift's fans. You yeah. don't want that trouble. No, 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 no. We don't. We don't, don't, we don't, I, don't which we don't. We yeah. love Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's yeah, well yeah. documented. Absolutely. <laughs> Biggest fans. Big, big fans, fans. Big fans. Well, it got so bad that Ashton Kutcher has resigned from his role as board chairman of Thorn, which is a nonprofit he co-founded over a decade ago to combat child sexual exploitation. Now, I've, I've seen reference somewhere that uh, that that it was almost like victim shaming. Is that where there are parts of the letter that like went after the victim, discredited the victim? Uh, didn't read the letters. Uh, well, it was, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Again, that could be part of the weekend review. It's a sad but, weekend review. But it was, it is a sad weekend review, but we do need the facts. But it was, it, even if it was victim shaming or not, which we should find out, I should have looked that up. It's just the fact that you know this dude is raping and you go out of your way to speak on his behalf. You're speaking on behalf of a literal rapist. Well, I will say this. Bill Cosby? 
about as good at stand-up as anybody's ever been. I mean, he would just go up there and riff, and he would just, I mean, he would wing it. You know what I mean? Very talented. Uh-huh. You want to finish that thought, or is that the end of it? Uh, hi, this is Ryan Menendez, and I just want to apologize for what Tyler and I said about Bill Cosby last Tyler week. Tyler and I? Well, Don't drag me into your bullshit. You were doing that thing with your eyebrows where I felt like you were goading me into continuing. Boy, oh boy. Well. Ty- you know, Tyler's eyebrows and I would like to apologize. <laughs> They said they're sorry. It's uh, it, it is a bad look, and and I didn't realize it had such dire consequences, man. Oh yeah, yeah. And, it, and they have tanked the reputation. They have tanked uh, maybe their careers, although they neither of them have really been doing anything recently anyway. Uh, and it has really bitten them in the ass. So this week, Ashley Kutcher, Mila Kunis, <laughs> and Tyler's eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. That's. You should do one of these on yourself for playing that noise. Sure, why I not? I hate that noise. Yeah, 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 yeah. We well, don't talk about the sound effects, but I hate that sound effect. <laughs> All right, Tyler, we're running very long. I'm coughing yep. up just nasty. I, I've yeah. had something in my throat for months. Have you noticed that? I have. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. I'm going to tell you very quickly. I don't even have a segment or whatever. I just, my, my fax app that I erased a long time ago told me about the Devil's Toy Box. Have you ever heard of the Devil's Toy Box? Never. No. It's supposedly, there was a farm, and you know how in everybody's local neighborhood, they have this place that does their own haunted uh, Halloween kind of thing where you walk through and they try to scare you. What's your... What's your relationship like with those? I, I don't mind them. I, I enjoy them a lot. Like, you know, we have uh, down here at Universal Studios, we have like Halloween Horror Nights sure. and stuff like that, which are professionally yeah. done going out to somebody's like ranch or, or barn or whatever farm. Um, you know, usually there's like a tractor involved and then yeah. like a skeleton that yeah. might be real. You yeah, know, it could cool. be his grandmother. Let, let's get all my friends <laughs> together and we'll go to this place and you guys watch me scream like a bitch a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, you it's know, true. You know what this is making me think of? Isn't there a haunted house or something where you you have to sign some sort of a waiver that says that they're allowed to like rip your teeth out he, and stuff. He got arrested. What? And yeah, yeah. That was up in, I believe, Georgia. Can, can we not just run a business anymore? Can we not just have a small business? Yeah, and it's a small business. Sure. It's a self-made man. Yeah, I'm a dentist. And he and he you you would sign a waiver and it said that if you were able to make it through the end, it was like an hour long or something like that. And if you made it through the end, he would pay you like ten thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars but it was just a torture session you're going to be missing a foot yeah you would go in and he would cause you great physical harm and deep in deep mental trauma yeah i already got some i don't need some more from you okay thank you sir so this one not like that this is just outside of new orleans in new orleans really digs into its voodoo culture it digs into its dark arts past i don't know if i'm saying that right but a lot of death a lot of voodoo voodoo, yep 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 now there is one a lot of skulls room in it, like a, it's a one room cabin on this old farm. So all of it is the standard stuff that you're used to. Now this room, it's called the devil's toy box. It is made entirely of mirrors that face inward. Okay. Okay. The walls, the floor, the ceiling, the ceiling are all mirrors. And on the outside of this cabin is a giant clock that lets you know how long the inhabitants have been in there. Okay. My brain immediately went to sex. What's wrong with me? I thought of like the old guys who would put the mirror on their shoes and like walk around on the boardwalk. I call them my, I was going to say my heroes, but don't do that. I was that's, gonna yeah, say, that's it's, not good. it's like the, what's his Mel Tucker jerking off in on the phone is, with a is woman it, on the, is not, is not a bad motherfucker. Don't, don't do any of that. Don't do that. According to legend, if you stood inside this mirror room alone for too long, supposedly 
the devil would show up and steal your soul in most versions of this. Okay, that's not, obviously that's not true. It's like Bloody Mary. I mean, that's a, that's a loophole because the devil is you, what? Ryan. What? You were the devil the whole time. The devil is coming from inside the house. <laughs> but the idea is that apparently no one could last longer than five minutes inside the room. The person who lasted the longest was Roger Heltz, age 52, father of three, was in there for four minutes and 37 seconds. Four well, minutes and thirty-seven seconds is the longest anybody has ever lasted inside the room. Because it's a it's a bunch of mirrors. It's in supposed there? to be. There's something crazy about it. There uh, is. You don't believe any of this stuff. You don't. I'm not saying this is true. But like when you were a little kid, or to this day, have you ever done Bloody Mary? Uh, no, no, too scary. Me neither. Yeah, because no, too scary. I know too it's scary. not true. Yeah, I know yeah. it's not true. Yeah. But what if it is? Yeah, I'm yeah. not doing that. Yeah, and even if it's not true, my imagination is so powerful, it'll make it exactly true. Exactly true. Bloody Tyler. So this this gentleman, 50-year-old, father of three, has been reduced to a wide-eyed mute, has to this day... Wait, what are you looking at me like that for? I, to I, this day, has never said a word. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you no heart? You're laughing at Roger Helps. I'm laughing at you. Age 52, father of three? Because you paused and then you screamed that last the bit at me. The devil's toy box. <laughs> I, I just... So you would uh, go in there? I, I, of course. I would absolutely try wow. that out. Okay, yeah. so then go into the bathroom right there and do Bloody Mary. No, right I ain't now. doing that shit. Are you fucking crazy? I'll go in that, I'll go in that a crazy room. But I don't, I, oh. I don't, I, cause well, Tyler just knows everything I, about every dimension. I've heard, I've heard like there's a room that's, it's said to be the quietest room in the world. Yes, yes. And that one, they say you, you start to go crazy in there because you can you, like hear your blood pump. You can literally hear your, your organs moving. Every queef. <laughs> I can hear those already, Ryan. They're not subtle. Yeah. And, and so that I get, but, but, ju uh. but just going in there and just seeing, ref I, I guess, I guess with so many reflections, it's very much like the Bloody Mary thing where your brain just starts to do crazy stuff. And they're at like crazy dimensions. It's not like a mirror here, a mirror here. They're in like different weird angles. Okay. So yeah, that I could see. Would you go see. into that silent room? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I would give that a shot. Just as long as somebody's ready to let me out in like 30 seconds. That's how I feel about the deep freezer at the restaurant I work at. And that is the devil's... I'm terrified of that freezer, bro. I, I am scared. As I'd rather go in the devil's toy box. That's the devil's toy box. Tyler, give me a, a, a domestic hello. Well, we can review it. We'll get the hell out of here. All right. Let's jump right on it because we are running long. Really, so let's lo just, really long. Let's just do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. All right, now this is where we talk about a place in America that has started listening to us. This is their state anthem. That's right. This is our, our state anthem. Tell me what it is, Ryan. You got some violins. It's 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 peaceful. It's not aggressive. It uh it's the sound of of gentlemen working things out over a fine brandy and a snifter. Now, before you guess the state. Take everything you just said and then reverse it. Is it Texas? It's Texas. Oh, it's Texas. I've been it's looking Texas. at the I've been looking at the numbers, Tyler, but still, that worked out nice. Really? That's right. This anthem is called Texas Our Texas. Wow. 
This is very nice though. Yeah, and domestic hello, as Ryan said, we just point somebody out that has been listening. Texas, you came hard this what? month. You are awesome. We will be, no, they have been awesome. I was gonna make some Alamo joke. You guys yeah. are awesome. Please pass this on to your friends. Anybody who needs self-help, anybody, just help us out. We, we're, we're trying to spread the community Help grow this Menendez family. We love you, Texas. And let's be honest. You guys live in Texas. Of course you need some help. I mean, what are you talking about? 100%. Let's now, let's just jump right in. I'm going to give a few interesting facts, and we're going to move on. Let's go. White women everywhere. You better thank Dallas, Texas, because that is the location of the world's first Frozen margarita machine, right? Oh, you know what? When you, I thought you were describing Dallas as white women everywhere, and I was going to say, <laughs> also true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> also that's, true. You're right. Now, in 1971, Mariano Martinez Nailed made it. the first one as the demand for tequila in the U.S. was growing rapidly, but people didn't want to suffer through that delicious taste. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. I need it with chewed up ice already. Please. Now, do you know what else was invented in Dallas, Ryan? Independence. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Old McDonald. Oh, hey, that was close. Barney the dinosaur ride. It was invented in Texas. In Dallas, Texas. How about That's that? right. We're doing specifically Dallas oh, okay. here. Okay, yeah, I dig yeah. it. I dig it. Home of the Mavericks. That's right. That's right. They invented a Maverick, I guess. I know something. In the early 1960s, Dallas earned the nickname the City of Hate. Due to its very strong opposition to civil rights, it was not helped at all when JFK was assassinated there in 1963. I would love to see those t-shirts. <laughs> I saw Dallas, the City of Hate. And if you've ever wanted to simultaneously see the Leaning Tower of Pisa, don't want to travel outside the country and don't mind that you could die at any second while you explore it, then the Leaning Tower of Dallas is for you. Now, is it a, is it a remake of the Leaning Tower of Pisa or is it something that's falling over in Dallas? No, it is not. Oh, it okay. is definitely, it's not an intentional remake. Oh. If you will direct your view to the screen. Attention. Oh, wow. Yeah. After using three hundred pounds of dynamite to bring it down, the building remained standing, albeit leaning to the side, and it became a notable tourist attraction. Are they still using that as office space? Are there people parking <laughs> in the parking garage and you know walking over there? You would also have to go back in time since they demolished it a few weeks later with a wrecking ball. But it goes to show that us humans can be impressed by almost anything. No, that is not true. I feel much like the death penalty. If you give me the first injection and I make it through, you got to let it stand. <laughs> that's, that's not fair. And that, Ryan, is another domestic hello. Uh, Dallas, Texas, welcome to the Menendez family. Thank you guys for giving us, uh, as we've chronicled already, the best month of our, our podcasting careers. Let's mm -hmm. keep it rolling forward. We can review. Now, for all those people in Dallas where this is your first time listening, we can review. Tyler and I spout a lot of facts. Actually, as the podcast goes on, we question ourselves more and, and and speak with conviction less, which is... Do you remember those early days? We would just say the craziest shit with confidence. When you say earliest days, do you mean in the podcast or in our lives? In our lives, sure. but with the podcast Session Zero, 
Dude, week in review, we were able to do like 30 things yeah, because we were just saying crazy stuff. We, we knew that there would never be any repercussions. The repercussions <laughs> have come and found That's us. That's right. So speaking of which, I have made some serious mistakes. I tried to give an apology uh, two weeks ago for being rude to a guy on the on the podcast. And while I was apologizing, I was then rude to him again. Yeah. So am I going to fix it? Franklin Leon Smith, Tyler. <laughs> okay. Are you familiar with Franklin Leon Smith? Uh, is this the double Dutch He's bus? He's the double Dutch bus guy. <laughs> Born January 29th, 1940 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Died March 8th, 2019 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. I know all about Franklin Leon Smith. Okay. So, so sorry for, uh, you know, insulting you and your estate, buddy. Your apologies are terrible. Went to college in Tennessee for elementary education. He became a writer for funk and soul artists such as the OJs and the Spinners. Uh, he went on to record Double Dutch Bus, which is the light shining star from our last vacation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He also invented a nonsensical form of slang from his song Slang Thing, where he put is in the middle of words such as Place became Plizace, and oh. sure became Shizzle, which was later brought on to become famous by one Snoop Dogg. One, he created that? He created that, Whoa. and Snoop Dogg went on to really push it to the upper echelon. I would go ahead and say that that's even bigger than Double Dutch Bus. I agree, but he doesn't get any of the... All jokes aside, sorry for being such a dick. Well, he did get credit because you just gave it to him. Good job. That is how you give credit to a person. I'm back, baby. Just learn their name. That's all you gotta do. It's so simple. Double Dutch Bus guy. <laughs> Ryan, last week, as you produced even more evidence that you are breaking down as a person in this thing that we call life is but a fragile <laughs> idea that slips through our fingers like water... Uh-huh. You wondered if people could develop lactose intolerance as they age. Can they? Absolutely. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's common. Really? It's called lactase deficiency. We all have a lactase enzyme that's needed to digest lactose, which is, I didn't know this, the sugar that's found in dairy products. That's what lactose is. It's the specific sugar to dairy. Correct. Okay. In dairy. Interesting. And, We're and as we age, that enzyme is produced less and less in a lot of people. So you're not able to digest dairy the way you were when you were younger. So this is like that 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 fluid in your ear or whatever that hardens and makes it harder to go to ro on roller coasters as you get older. I guess so. Sure. Is, is that a, see? I'm doing what we just said we don't do anymore. Did I just make that up? It's nice to bring that back. We can reveal. <laughs> Let's see how dumb I am. But yes. Okay. So what you're saying is that's the thing. As you get older, everything that you love is taken away from you. Is that Jesus. Is that too fair? Is Jesus that too, Christ. Here's the deal. I'm drinking my coffee in the morning. Diarrhea be damned. I don't think I've ever said that on the show before. I don't think but. anybody has ever said that before. We'll edit that. Diarrhea be damned. <laughs> Name, Name of the, of the show. show. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, last week, we questioned... <laughs> Could, Tyler, could you be an adult no. for a second? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm about to talk about Bob Barker. Diarrhea be damned is great. Diarrhea be damned. <laughs> I said, why did Bob Barker always ask to spay and neuter his dog? Mm -hmm. Was it because his last name was Bob Barker? <laughs> no. Oh, that would be stupid as hell. Just a fun coincidence. He, he just had a lifetime love of animals and his beloved wife, Dorothy Joe Gideon, also... They just deeply loved animals. That's great. And since there weren't enough homes for all the cats and the dogs in the United States, he said, the only solution is to have your pet spayed and neutered. 
And that's what I asked people to do. He huh. he found much like when we collected money for that that uh that children's home that they were building for mental health that mm-hmm. just spoke to us. That's just what spoke to him. That's he was, awesome. He was born that way, and he and he made it part of his jam. Love that. And a and a good cause. A good cause. A good cause. Sure. Ryan, last week we wondered why are drugs used at a higher rate in the gay community than in other groups in society? Is the answer easy to pin down? So it hurts less when somebody's blowing out your anus. <laughs> that's, I guess that's one reason Diary for it. Diarrhea be damned. Across the board, the LGBT plus community uses drugs at a much higher rate. Super interesting. When compared to, that, to their heterosexual counterparts. Alcohol. 25% of the community abuse it, while only 5 to 10% of the general population abuse it. I'm shocked by that. Men specifically in the gay community are 12 times more likely to use amphetamines and nine and a half times more likely to use heroin than the rest of society. Before that is we, not fun. No, before we get into the why, Ryan, you and I have dealt with our own addiction growing up. And homosexuality. In our lives. Well, I'm dealing with it. You're still struggling, it seems. <laughs> what is your assumption of why we were substance abusers ourselves. Well, I, I actually do have some thoughts on this. Like, I, we associate gay men specifically with living more hedonistic life, or sex lives than a, a standard heterosexual couple. Is that fair to say? Uh, I think, generally speaking, yeah, that's absolutely let's fair to say. Grinder up to let, let, no, let's not hold a grinder to up. Bump. Oh, it's, we'll, it's, we'll get kicked off of the internet. It's slippery. What's up with that? But it's just where men, I think kind of like what we talked about earlier, they don't have to worry about their safety mm. the same way that women do. And also men, generally speaking, have higher sex drives, if that's fair to say, or at least are more open to sharing it mm. than women are. So when you don't have women in the equation, it's uh, it's easier to, to move fast. Is that sure? But I'm I, becoming less and less sure of what I'm saying. But, this but I would like you to answer my question. Sure. Why did we abuse different substances growing up? Why did we have addiction? You and I. Uh, What's I th- your best guess? I think a big problem with my abusing chemicals is I was using that as a way to chase women. Is that, okay. f- is that fair to say? Uh, of course. I mean, it, we're all going to have our own answers. For me, it is the trauma that we experienced and we use substances to self-medicate. It was a way to... That's totally... Yours is better than mine. ...to I overcome that. those feelings. So I will just end this week in review specifically from a paragraph from the National Institute of Drug on Drug Abuse. People who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or questioning often face social stigma, discrimination, and other challenges not encountered by people who identify as heterosexual. They also face a greater risk of harassment and violence. As a result of these and other stressors, sexual minorities are at an increased risk for various behavioral health issues. That makes sense. That makes sense. sense because if you're living a normal relationship, you don't have to, and I'm, I'm putting air quotes yeah. there, you don't have to suffer the slings and arrows of what, what I'm sure a lot of homosexual people have to Absolutely. go through. Absolutely. There's nowhere on earth that people are being imprisoned or put to death for being straight. For being gay, they absolutely are. I think we need to start that up. Over to you, Ryan. Last week, <laughs> He's we... He's kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Am I, though? Last week, we discussed... The voice of Harley Quinn, the first voice of Harley Quinn passing away. And I asked, when was that? Did I find out? Do you know when Harley Quinn was invented or created? I want to say in the 1990s. September 11th, 1992. Woo! 
Her first appearance was on Batman the Animated Series. Nice. I, I threw that out there because that's when I remembered her talking. Mm-hmm. That's shocking to me. I thought that she would, her, her canon would go back further than that. And she's a relative, well, not new, but yeah, she's a more, uh, a newer character. Yes. Uh, and yeah, and her original voice actress just died a few weeks ago. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. While intended to appear in one episode, Quinn became a recurring character in the DC animated universe as Joker sidekick and has subsequently gone on to be probably one of their biggest, uh, I, I wonder who's bigger right now, Superman or Harley Quinn? Oh, that's a good one. I, my guess would be Harley Quinn. I could be wrong. I mean, she even has her own show on on HBO, really? an, an animated show, and it is fantastic. I I thought that that was super interesting. And uh, Batman animated series, we miss you. I mean, cream of the crop, right there. Excellent. I would watch that all over again. Ryan, last week I mentioned Puxatawney Phil, the groundhog that people. Go ahead. I mentioned Puxatawney. Oh, whatever. Phil. You I mean, said groundhog. Right, that me. was my tidbit. Excuse me. Well, uh, it's a groundhog that people bother every single year to tell them about the weather. And I wondered, what the hell is up with that? (laughs) Did I look look it up? (laughs) The only reason I know that name is from Groundhog Day with uh, with Bill Murray. That's right. Yeah. Great movie. Started, it started in 1887. People arrive in droves at Phil's home. This is true. Gobbler's Knob <laughs> to hold the ceremony. Diary of Be Damned is off. Gobbler's Knob, name of the episode. Oh boy, that's going to bet my life on that's it. That's going to be a tight race. I'll quit this, this show. Okay, Gobbler's Knob, go on. Uh, to hold the ceremony, which is basically this freaking rodent leaves his home, and if he sees a shadow, that means six more weeks of winter-like weather. If there's no shadow, he has predicted an early spring. We are so stupid as a species. What type of dark-aged winter <laughs> Wiccan bullshit is that, man. Now, just, no offense to the Wiccans. It, I'm just saying. It goes, Wiccans, we love you. It just goes to show you that in 1887, people didn't have a whole lot going on. You want to go look at the groundhog? <laughs> Bring your stuff. We'll sleep there. And uh, and that, Ryan, is it for me. That's it for me, Tyler. Great job. Tell people how they can reach out and touch someone. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com. And, uh, and please help us out. Subscribe. All that stuff. Yes. Go ahead. Snoop around. Thank you. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. Check the website out. Roll that in. Snoop around. Look around. Subscribe. We really need you to subscribe. We love you. And you guys have been doing great. And I know that we're like, that was pretty, that was pretty yep. gross. Yep. Yep. I yep. apologize. Yep. Uh, we, I know we're like panhandling digitally. We cannot appreciate you guys. You guys, you know, being part of this makes us want to work harder and vice versa. And we're going to keep riding this thing to the top. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is I'm, I'm going to I'm going to piggyback on this last story and, and, and go an overall theme. Stop going to Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> I disagree. Stop. I- bothering animals to you shitheads that go to Yellowstone Park and see a gigantic bison like, ooh, I'm going to walk up to it. Knock it the fuck off. I'm going to poke it in the butt. Stop bothering wild animals. Look at them from afar. Enjoy the majesty and then fuck off. Stop bothering them. Disney said everything was going to be fine. Why isn't this goose singing with me? You better sew me my dress right this very moment. (laughs) Ryan, what is the moral of the story? Uh, The moral of the story is and and this one i'm asking a lot okay if you find yourself holding your cell phone 
and you are about to call and masturbate allegedly mm-hmm. on the phone with somebody who has been through trauma who if you're about anybody, to just anybody well i'm, I'm going back to, i'm going back to the mel tucker I, story specifically I, you're right that's, you're a, right. that's a niche way to do it anybody make sure you mention it <laughs> off the rip no but what i'm going to say is if you're going to it doesn't even have to be that if you're going to do something it j- just consider the way that your actions are going to affect somebody else and Agreed. and here's the big part care about that as much as you care about yourself the world would be a better place oh so much better well said we are those guys you hate be kind or we'll kill you red circle yeah so as a like a a prelude to the depression index this week has been a conflict i see you wiping your face already which is a international sign of excitement yeah are we are we done yet (laughs) are we finished here are we there yet um this week for the first time since new orleans i have not taken care of myself more than i have And, and nothing crazy don't you tell her you better. You I stifled better, it. You stifle. I stifled the yawn. Do you stifle anything other than a yawn? Is there anything else? It, Sometimes I'll stifle a sneeze if it's. Uh, oh. If I know it sucks. I'm not a doctor, but I think that could explode your head. No, no, no. I don't. I don't sneeze and then Shit. stifle that. I'm saying I stifle as it's coming up. You're a monster. Who do, who who doesn't want a good sneeze? Oh, I love a good sneeze. Yeah. But if I'm in the middle of like a crowded room, no. I don't want to sneeze all over people. I'm gonna let that thing blast. Yeah, I'm sure you. Will. I'm gonna wait for you to open your mouth. So I, <laughs> gross. We're gonna have fun today, Tyler. Yeah. We're gonna have fun. Yeah, I look like shit. Yeah, and that's the problem. I didn't mean to agree with that. I, ha- it was quick. I haven't even <clears throat> in Ryan Menendez standards. I've barely done anything. I mean, some of those nights were like two glasses of wine. Yeah, but it changes the way that I sleep, and I am now so accustomed to having energy, it just ruins the whole next day. Yeah, new yeah. Ryan's a. Ryan's with wussy. Yeah, yeah. Ryan's new Ryan's a bit of a bitch. Bring old Ryan back. I liked him. He was fun. Yeah, he was a good time. It, it was a good time. Until he keyed your car. Hold on, I'm gonna shut this door. You filibuster. Yeah, but that was meant as a good time. You know, it's like, hey, we're gonna go get this thing repainted. All right, this is a group activity we can do together. I like where your head's at. Yeah. And see, yeah. unlike unlike most people, I would write positive messages and I would do little self affirmations in your in your Kia. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ryan loves you. <laughs> Soar with the Eagles today. Um, so, I fucked up my paid job, but he loves me. So it has been it has been a week for me, man, and, and I'm not even in bad spirits. I am just low on energy, and to do the kook shit that I normally do, it takes a lot of energy. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna have to prop each other up because I have had a pretty hard week. Not hard, excuse me. I've had a, a wild week sure. as well with the uh, with the alcohol. So. It's, you know, it's tough because so many, all roads lead to Rome in a lot of ways where social interactions are based off of, I know we've touched on this before, 
Alcohol's in the middle of it. Culturally, societally, I need to get my lube on. You know what I mean? It is. That means something else. No, my social lube. We are. In, it is ingrained in like almost every aspect of our society. You even go to church. They're just handing out free wine. Cheers to that. Damn, dude. But they'll only give you like five or six of those wafers before they cut you off. I know. You yeah. Know I, mean? I got to fill my belly. Give me more. He got plenty of body to give away. <laughs> give me three Jesus and I will get out of here. So I've been looking for something that'll make me feel better. You know what I mean? Okay, I got a few ideas. Like what? Go. Uh, do you want real shit or joke shit? Because I got both. Can I'm, I do I'm, one in one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, prostatuta, <laughs> they make you feel uh, real good. Can I just stop you on prostate? You sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you that, keep the tuta. That'll make you feel real sure, good. Sure. Or you got to pay extra for that. Uh, getting real sleep without the alcohol the night before. That is exactly which is right. A very healthy thing uh, to do. But here's the thing: I didn't feel like doing that. Okay. So, so, so I went to something different. Checkmate, yeah. I mean, checkmate, Tyler. I considered that, and I was like, nah. So I went to capitalism. Okay, capitalism. You bought some stuff. I bought some stuff. Ooh, what'd you I get? deserve it, Tyler. You and I in that job that we don't have got our big checks, and I'm like, I'm going to celebrate. I fully agree. Okay, so I have it here in the room with. I'm wearing it right now. Uh, if it's a cock ring, I'm going to be very upset. We'll edit this out. No, hold on. I'm going to show you what I got. Oh, you oh, you actually brought it into the room. Oh, oh, careful, careful. He's about to bring the entire table down. I need a new setup over Goodness here. Goodness gracious. That's what I need to spend my money Ryan on. Ryan is still using a foldable. It's like, oh, God. It's fine. Everything's it, cool. It's like what you would put a picnic on top of. You go to the park and that's what you set all the edibles up on. A real <laughs> shitty picnic. It wouldn't even be a good picnic. I am. I'm cheap, man. Yeah. I'm cheap. I have trouble buying something new when the when the the, the first thing still works. You also don't like change. I do not like change. You, you, you don't no. like change. No. We had these little rinky dink uh, um, uh, mic arms that hold hold the mics up so we can talk. And What's then we going don't have on to with me? And, and they were these tiny little yeah. ridiculous things. And we had these, what we're using now, these these extra strength. They're pro like professional robot arms. penises. And they were, can't argue with that. And, <laughs> and they were just sitting off to the side for so long because Ryan I'm loved insane. his rinky dink. Uh, Micro tiny microphone arm, tiny robot. Penis. And, and, and it's what you would buy your 12 year old who like says that they want to start their YouTube channel. Correct. It's like something you get for like seven bucks. I, I felt like we had some good juju working. Sure. Ryan likes what he likes. Can I still say that? Or? Yeah, for sure. Speaking of which, Tyler, this is a perfect lead in. So here's yeah. what I got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You showed me yesterday. Oh, did I? Yeah. yeah. On the on the Zoom meeting with the uh with our manager now. Podcast mommy. Podcast. You, you mommy. gotta say it, Tyler. Oh, it's in the contract. I can't believe I have to say that. So, he so, got a new cheeseburger backpack. Now, here's the thing. When you say cheeseburger backpack, the people who don't directly know me are gonna be yeah. like, What? Yeah. Or can't see us at the moment. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just this is mostly an audio medium For at sure. this moment. Yeah. So uh I, I got this cheeseburger backpack. It's something that I bought from Walmart where the whole print of the backpack looks like an up-close picture of a cheeseburger. It's all one giant. You don't even see the edges of the cheeseburger. It's That's right. right. That's right. Top of the backpack is the top button. Bottom of the backpack backpack is the bottom bun and it, everything in between. The it's fillers. just the, the meat curtains, yeah, as, they, as they call it. That's something else. What do you mean? <laughs> Please continue. I, I think that guy from Arby's told me, <laughs> we have the meat curtains. So what are you selling here? <laughs> and can I have three to go? So um, for some reason, I bought this little rinky dink. I'm a backpack guy. I yeah. love backpacks. I love accessories. I love things that are weird. You always have been. I You've, you've always Something carried a backpack. About it. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. 
And I have different backpacks for different, like I have a, a, a workout backpack. When RJ was baby, I had a baby backpack, all mm. that stuff. This little crappy backpack that looks like a cheeseburger, for whatever the reason that I bought, you know, 10 years ago or something, I get more comments on that than any other weird little thing that I have or wear or whatever. I bet. Keeping the tradition alive. Yeah, it's uh, it's subtle, it's but, my celebration. But, but, but also stands out. For sure, yeah. for sure. And I also believe there is something too. Keeping a little bit of your child-ishness. Like, obviously, you want to be a responsible adult, Agreed. but, but uh, you know, having a little bit of a, a, a childish... Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Innocence? Innocence, Fun? yeah. Childlike innocence. That child wonder that we that is beaten out of us as we age into adulthood and capitalism. 100%. Yeah. I, I always say that when you play with little kids and you say, hey, do you want to... Let's play adults. What's the first thing that they do? They make a serious face. Yeah. There's something about being an adult where you realize, hey, this world is worth hating. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better Also, myself. Tyler. Yeah. What is that? Animal spirit cards. Oh, I see. I really like these. Gotcha. I don't know if you have the kook alert uh, handy. Uh, I do. I but do. go ahead. Uh, I'll filibuster while you are finding it. Second use of that word today. And just very quickly, it's it's for kook shit, but this this woman who came over and gave us our, our, our sound bath got this, you know, had these, and I thought they were very cool. No, now you have to go off and uh, you have to tell the audience what they actually are. Explain well, it to should, the audience. Should we? I'm embarrassed a little bit. Yeah, I, you are. Did you feel it? I'm leaking <laughs> yeah. confidence. I, you know, I'm so tough. I'm shocked you brought him out. When actually. I'm writing the show, I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm going to show people who I am. And now I'm holding animal spirit deck and guidebook. That's right. And I'm 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 withering under the, the sun. Yeah. You yeah, want to pick one? You want to pick one and show people what it's like? I will. I will happily one. Now, what do you think about things like this? Because we haven't described what it is yet. So what do you think about this kind of... I am... It's almost like a tarot card deck, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I am... Uh, I'm not against it. I think that it it's is... a rousing endorsement. Something that... I know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to play both sides here. <laughs> I, I, I don't fucking hate it. I... I um, uh, as long as if it's something that people need to like brighten their day or give them some insight into who they are, I'm all about it. It's not hurting anybody. So well, it's almost like know. the one, one, one thing I think. And I, yeah. I've only read basically what it is, is you reach into a deck, you pull it out. It gives you an animal and mm. then you go into the guidebook and you find out what that means. Gotcha. Of all of the ones that I've seen that I've pulled out or that other people have pulled out. They've all been pretty positive in the way that I look at it, much like the one, one, one thing. If it's pointing to something positive in your life, you can't have too much of that, even uh, if it's bullshit. My guess is they're all positive. I that, can't imagine that, there's a negative <laughs> one in there. Hey, Barnacle, <laughs> you're going to fucking die today. You're a real piece of shit, Ramora Fish. <laughs> I got a piece of shit. <laughs> I, that's not even an animal. All right, fine. I'll go ahead and I'll get the kook alert ready. Well, I, I got it. I got it set up right here. I'm just waiting to pull okay. one so we can give the audience a little taste of your kook shit. Uh, let's do this. This. Thank you for bringing me back. I'm Absolutely. glad that we did this. Right, I'm going to stand up and walk over. All right. We'll All right. Both, so here we go. We'll both pull he's holding it out to me as if he's about to do a magic trick. There it is. Yeah, there it is. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to pick that one. That one That one feels right. I don't know about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't flip me. Don't oh, flip me. oh, sorry. Sorry. Don't flip. We're going to do I it just, together. I just want you to know I got a badass one. Really? I got a badass Much one. like a Brazilian waxing, we're going to have an unboxing here. Hold on one second, Tyler. Ah. And I am... I don't even That's know. another word for vagina. I don't know if that even made sense if you really <laughs> think about it. But okay, here we go, Tyler. All right. It says on the inside of the box, two feet, four feet, scales or hide. May our minds stay open. 
and our wings span wide. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't do this. No. That, that embarrassed me. Well, I, we've already set it up. We gotta, we gotta do the. Thanks payoff. a lot, Kim Crans. Okay, here we go, Tyler. Oh shit! I think yours might eat mine. I got the hawk. What'd right. you get? I got the lamb, which I can't imagine. I don't think hawks eat lamb. Is it, what? <laughs> I don't think that's even true. with a little mint jelly. It's quite delicious. Uh, the uh, lamb is adorable. The lamb is adorable, and adorable. has some sort of a dream catcher behind it. So sure. I think this is going to be good. Sure. Speaking of mint jelly, as I look this up, uh-huh. um, oh, we're all over the place today. I want to talk about that jalapeno jam that we had the other <laughs> sure. night, Tyler. Can we get any gayer? <laughs> Can we get any gayer? All right, show me the- I'm gay. And even I'm like, this is gay as fuck. <laughs> it kind of tastes like dick. All right, Tyler, I need to- Okay, mine, I, I just opened up to the chapter that would have mine. Okay. So let me find mine really So he's flipping through the book. He's quickly. looking for his. And it gives you a little insight into your personality and who you are that day. I will just read- Please. At please. the very top. It says, peaceful, prophetic, patient- and I will say those three words, if they describe anybody more than me, I haven't met that person. <laughs> I'm too impatient to meet new people. <laughs> Let's go, dude. What's your name? Forget it. I'm done. All right. Show me yours. And basically it says when in balance, you have knowingness, you have inner peace. Uh-huh. When out of balance, you're quiet, timid, and concerned. Those are all true, I think. Uh, yeah, I would I would say the more upset we are. We are you and I are both very similar in that way. The more upset we get, the more quiet we become. 100%. Yeah. 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 I, when I am in, let's say I'm in a relationship and I get into an argument with somebody and I'm going over it in my mind. I can't, hi- I don't want to say I can't hide it. Cause obviously it's something I could work on as I move on here. But I, that look on my face, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm absent. You know I, what I mean? I'm the exact same way. Yeah. And I, 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 I would like to be able to work through it easier. Anyway, show me yours. I am the hawk. Yeah. But what is it? Show me a little, look at it's that. a triangle with a thing on the top. This is for the, oh yeah. There you go. With the audience. All right. Here I we am go. a mighty We're doing this. Hawk. Okay. I got the eagle here. Hawk. Talk to me. <clears throat> now you, this is too good. Don't okay. worry about it. What, you know what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, you are. <laughs> You are, God, this is good. You're going to be hard to deal with. You are watchful. Uh-huh. You are all seeing. Uh-huh. You are the messenger of divinity. Ooh. Man, this, uh, this podcast should shoot to the top if I'm doing it with the messenger of divinity. <laughs> Oprah, suck my bleep. You know what I mean? That was too much. Come to me, my people. I'm going to read it because it's kind of small. The yeah. sharp eyes of the hawk watch over our every move. This keen-eyed bird has the ability to see every little detail as well as the bigger Picture, when this card appears, fate has its eyes on you and the winds are shifting. Tyler, when in balance, sees clearly, intuitive. When out of balance, sees too much, suspicious. Mm. To bring in balance perspective shift. So there you go, Tyler. Oh, I am looking for a perspective shift right now in my life too. And that's really funny and ironic, not funny, ironic, that it's the the watchful eyes of the hawk. Oh, yeah. Go on, yeah. The watchful eyes of the hawk because... My glasses broke last night. I am blind wow. as a bat right so now, So this thing Ryan. is bullshit then. I mean, the moment I got lamb, I'm like, this is trash. This is, what is Amazon's need, you know, take back policy? I need to change everything I, in my life that I believe. I will say this though. <clears throat> the first time I pulled it, it was basically about um, finding spiritual upliftment through exercise. Mm-hmm. The second time I got it, I got the snake, which was talking about Kundalini, about Kundalini, and it set forth the next week. I was playing around with it. it it's it, just suffice it to say, it's all been very uh, awesome for me. That's why I ordered it. I actually really like it. As much as I'm making fun of myself here, I really like this deck, and I'm glad I have it. Oh, that's that, that's great, buddy. You know. When you do stuff like that, it hurts me. 
Um, well, you could talk to talk to me about it on the depression index. Very quickly, I I, I I recognized something today. I was in the bathroom there by myself. Somebody walked in, went straight into the stall and peed. Uh-huh. I don't trust stall peers. I, I found hey! that. I, I'm telling you, hey! I, I found that out this week. I'm like, what the fuck is that guy up to? Well, he's probably I, doing cocaine. I leave oh, him alone. Oh, you know what? Jeez. Back in my good graces. <laughs> and also, Tyler, remember when I just gave you something that the internet gave me? No. Like I just told you about the Rick Astley paradox because it was yeah. presented to me. Yeah, yeah. You got another one for I, me? I do. Okay. This is what the internet told me. I'm going to tell you and then we'll get the hell out of here. Obviously real. You can't spell advertisements without semen between the tits. Your thoughts? Accurate, I guess. Let's do the show. I feel like that helps somebody out there. Does it? If somebody's doing a book report or... Okay, I, I will tell you this though about this backpack. The only thing that's different about it is on the other one, it has the, it's like the bun. It has like the seeds. Mm-hmm. It's like still printed on this, which is pretty kick-ass. Sure. I actually really like it. But this one has like the stuff inside and like the pockets and all that. I love that shit, Look bro. at you accessorizing. I love pockets. Mm-hmm. I love drawers. Mm-hmm. I love things that organize smaller things. I was going to say a way to organize things. Love that, yeah, man. Yeah. Pens, pencils. Nothing wrong with a little organization. I could jerk off to an Office Depot. Well, that's staying in. <laughs>